0: The big wireless companies sold you an outdated plan tied to long-term contracts and mystery fees. Simple Mobile's different. You get a lightning-fast 4G LTE nationwide network with no contract, ever. And keep the phone and number you love. Just text the word BYOP to 611611 to see if your phone is compatible. Simple Mobile. Out with the old, in with
1: the simple. Standard text message and data rates may apply based on your mobile phone service. Please refer always to the privacy
2: policy at simplemobile.com privacy policy and the terms and conditions at simplemobile.com terms and conditions. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Um, as we mentioned on the uh, post, we are going to be joined here by uh, former uh, legend, really, running back at Notre Dame, Autry Denson, current head coach at Charleston Southern, the Charleston Southern Buccaneers, uh, former running backs coach for uh, the Irish. She also coached at Miami University, uh, South Florida, um, had a head coaching job at a high school. So, we're going to talk all things uh, really football with Coach Denson. We're going to talk a lot about the Charleston Southern job because uh, really want to hear more about that. I, I think that uh, having a guy like coach Denson in your program is just going to do wonders for any program But uh, specifically a team that maybe a lot of us haven't heard of before so excited to learn more about the Charleston Southern program Maybe hear a little bit about the running backs. He's had the past few years uh, And then obviously talk a little bit about his playing career. So Nate, what's your uh, thoughts on? Uh, you know what's been going on with the Irish here the last couple of weeks. We've had a couple huge uh, recruiting wins uh, How are you feeling about things this year?
3: I think uh, we've been doing really good with recruiting. This has been one of our best years in a couple of years. Um, I think it's been help. It's helped that we've gotten a new uh, running back coach, um, bring in Chris Tyree and uh, other star running backs, so that should help our running backs in a couple of years.
2: Yeah, it seems like there was a couple of weeks there where it was like almost every day we were landing some new four or five star recruit or three or four star, five star recruit. Um, just some absolute killers. You know, getting the top tight end in the nation. Again, uh, Kane Barong, another awesome tight end. I mean, it's just been incredible what they've been able to pull here the last few weeks. Uh, Irish fans should be really excited about what we have going on the next few years. Um, obviously, this year's schedule is tough. Um, it's not going to be easy. We're going to talk. We're going to dive as a team. The Dill Leprechauns team is going to dive pretty heavily into the upcoming season. We're going to talk a lot about um, the upcoming season, our opponents. Uh, we're going to do a new thing called. We're going to name an All Leprechaun team. You know, you have the All American team, you have the All Big Ten team, All ACC team. You know, the, the most uh, prestigious team you can be named to is the All Leprechaun team. So, we're going to name an All Leprechaun team at Dose Leprechauns, uh, one person at each position for the Irish that we think is really going to play a key role in getting the Irish back to playoff contention this year. So, uh, it's going to be an exciting year. I'm excited. We are just 44 days away. If you're following the countdown, uh, we're at 44 days away. Um, Today is uh, Mark Edwards' days till Notre Dame football. Also, Jameer Jones, a a senior defensive end that's coming back to help out that D-line. And then Jim Flanagan, who I got to hang out with a little bit at camp, uh, is also a number 44 guy. So big time 44 day. Um, What we're going to try to do is line up some of the uh, next few interviews that we have with the days that they coincide with. So uh, we got some cool stuff coming up. And then um, just to give you an idea of the schedule, I have the notes here on August 16th. We plan to drop our uh, season preview article. Uh, So Jason Pruitt, Patrick McCormick, Matt David um, are going to be working really hard on that. They'll be giving you insight on our opponents, uh, some things to look forward to, breaking down the schedule, things like that. Um, And then the next day, uh, Nate and I will follow up with a podcast, talking about those things, taking calls. Won't have any interviews that day. We'll be talking specifically about the upcoming 2019 season. Um, Nate, you want to talk a little bit about what's going on in Notre Dame Titan world uh, with your football team?
3: oh we're looking good uh we start pads pads the first and then i think it's helmets the third i think
2: who's the first victim this year i
3: uh, don't know right now um uh but uh t- or next week is our last week of um hard uh summer practice without pads and helmets um and then get a couple days off, and then we're back to pads. Awesome. And uh, what position are you be playing this year? I will be playing defensive end and uh, left guard. So right now we got Todd Persher and Brian Little watching with us.
2: Let's try to build this audience. I uh, really want to make sure Coach Denson uh, gets the love that he deserves. So um, go ahead and jump on. Share this podcast and this Facebook Live uh, with your friends. We would really appreciate it. Um, so yeah, just jump on here, let everybody know what we're doing. We're interviewing coach Denson. Uh, if you are listening on iTunes, thank you for downloading. If you're listening on iHeart, thank you for listening. And if you're watching live with us, please drop the comments below for coach Denson. So without that said, we're going to go ahead and get coach Denson on the phone here. Let's see. Go. Hello. Hey, good morning, coach Denson. This is Jason and Nate, the Dill Supercons.
0: How are you, man?
2: We're doing great. How are you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, are you? Uh, you do. Are you at a, a sporting event with your kids? Oh no,
0: I'm actually jumping something. They uh, we actually got to come out to, to Sacramento man uh next week because my, uh, my son and my daughter they made it at Junior Olympics.
2: So you said you, they made the Junior Olympics?
0: Yeah, Junior Olympics. So we'll be out in Sacramento next week. But uh, no, so we're good right now. I actually. Oh, yeah, so. are,
2: you, are you staying out of the heat? Because I know it's real hot over there, right?
0: I mean, it is what
2: it is. <laughs> so we wanted to start off talking about what your current venture is all about, man. I know recently you were announced as the head coach, head football coach at Charleston Southern University. Can you give us a little bit about how that all transpired, how that went down? Are you ready right now? Oh, yeah, we're we're rocking and rolling. All right, so while we wait, we wait for Coach Denson, again, if you guys have Questions that you want to drop here in the comment section, we'll be happy to ask him for you. Um, He's uh, got some yard work going on, so it's just everyday life, still doing his thing. Um, Even though he's a Notre Dame legend, head football coach for college football program, he's still got to do the yard work. Um, But yeah, drop your comments for Coach Denson. Obviously, all-time leading rusher in Notre Dame history. Uh, Compiled over 40 touchdowns in his career at Notre Dame. Unbelievable success. I uh, had some great success with some of our most recent uh, star running backs, you know, Josh Adams, Dexter Williams, uh, Jafar Armstrong, guys like that, Tony Jones Jr. I mean, the list goes on and on about the talent that's in that running back room and has been in that running back room. So, Nate, out of that group, who would you say is your guy? Uh, Dex, of course. Yeah, of course. Want to win, put Dex in. Mm-hmm. Goes for the Packers, too. I hope, hope they're going to be putting our boy in to get some love. I know there was an article recently that talked about him being a perfect fit for that offense. So... Coach LeFleur, who also used to be the quarterback's coach at Notre Dame, is going to take advantage of the special talent that he has there in uh, uh, Green Bay over at Lambeau. So that's going to be exciting. Man, y'all, y'all kind of hurt
0: my feelings. I'm listening to you, and you, you left out Sorry, and Folson and
2: CJ ProStyle. Oh, my bad, Coach. I didn't even know you were still on. All right, well, we got <laughs> we got Coach back. So, yeah, Tarion Folson, obviously. You know what? I'm so sad that that AAF folded because it looked like Tarion was doing pretty good, man. Yeah, what did you? How do you think Tyrion did in that uh, AAF? I thought he was doing pretty well.
0: You know what, man? C four is an unbelievable player and an even better person. So uh, it was unfortunate for him if you realize the only thing happened with Tyrion is that he had a knee injury, and uh, CJ was rolling and uh, Josh was rolling because that was Josh's freshman year. So that was the only thing that kind of slowed it up. And you talked about uh, just how much talent was in that room, man. We were really blessed to have. starters you know playing behind starters and uh it was really 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 humbling and uh that those guys trusted me enough to in this day and age to wait their turn because you know young people don't want to do that but they understood that it was so much more than football so we we literally had starters behind starters waiting their turn which is why you were able to go from cj pro sites and tarian poston to josh adams to Dexter Williams and now Jafar Armstrong, Tony uh, Tony Jones, and also uh, the young boys that you have there now, uh, Kyron and uh, Jameer, Sebo. So man, it's it just it's humbling that they would trust you to buy into something bigger than
2: themselves in a culture that is so me oriented. Absolutely, and I'm glad you mentioned that. What as far as the future guys that are there now, you know, you left a pretty dang uh, stock full, you know, cabinet there for uh, Coach Taylor. Is there a guy in that group that kind of stands out to you as that next superstar running back out of Notre Dame? You know what? They all have unique,
0: uh, unique their own. Uh, the thing I've always said uh, when I was coaching at Notre Dame is that I try to have a room of position versatility, meaning guys that can do different things. They all complemented each other really well because you'll need them all. And uh, Tony Jones, man, is un- uh, unbelievable upside. Uh, Jafar Armstrong, I mean, I can't go on. I can go on and on about him. Kyron. Uh, uh, I mean, it's hard for me to pick just one because I love them all because I recruit them all, man. And uh, you talk about how I left it. That's how God ordained leadership is supposed to be. You're supposed to leave the place better than you found it. And uh, when I first got to Notre Dame, we weren't necessarily running the ball. We were kind of throwing it all over the park. And uh, by God's grace, man, again, because of those young people, uh, not only were we able to be very, very good on the
2: ground, we also have other young men that are going to continue to carry that tradition. And so I, think, I can't think just once that I love them all, man. And I, I, I'm personal with all of them. And, you know, one thing, too, Coach, is that not only are you leaving them with uh, star athletes on the field, but really just good people in the community and, and serving, serving God, serving the university, just leaving just some really high-quality individuals out there. Some, yeah, they are, they are the best of the best, man. They are the cream of the crop. They made,
0: they make me, they made me, and they will make any coach look very good because of the
2: young men they are off the field. As you said that. Absolutely. So we talked about the, your time there a little bit as uh, as the head running backs coach. Let's talk about your new job. So Charleston Southern Buccaneers. Uh, tell our listeners a little bit about that program, what you're inheriting, where you guys play, you know that kind of thing. All
0: right. So we're in Charleston, South Carolina, man. So uh, for me, being originally from. Florida, that is uh, a blessing to be back down south. Not that I don't love my Indiana winners, but uh <laughs> and it is uh it, it, it is uh, an adjustment for a Florida boy and it never is something you get used to. Uh what we're we doing, man, I'm, I'm I'm doing the same thing I was doing in that, that running back room and that is uh making players suffer through love. Uh it's not about football, it has always been about ministry for me. Uh so we're down here down south, we're playing the big South Conference, man, and it is a unbelievable opportunity because there are very few times in life that you get to do something that has never been done. I mean, usually everything goes in cycles and, you know, there's really nothing new, stuff just repeats itself. But this opportunity here at Charleston Southern is not one of those. Uh, the tradition of Notre Dame, the tradition of so many other programs, we just don't have that here. So uh, everything that we're doing, we're starting from scratch and we're having to build and establish a culture uh of excellence and of championship, you know, habits and things of that nature. And so, uh, that's what we're doing, man. And we're doing it, and I'm uh, I'm having the ball doing it. It's a ton of work, and uh, I'm leading by following Christ. Uh, as I said, the same thing that I've been doing my entire career.
3: That's awesome. So, how do you feel about the future of uh, the Buccaneers?
0: Oh, man, I mean, obviously I'm excited, and I believe in it, because uh, I, I, I trust the guys to uh, make the switch from Notre Dame to here. But, uh Man, I I could not brag on our young men enough in regards to what they have uh, been doing. Uh, Myself and my staff, we got here in January, and the first thing that we said is that uh, we were going to make sure that uh, we we develop them holistically. So uh, that means from a spiritual standpoint, academically, you know, uh, spiritual with character academically, and then uh, football. And so that's what we've done. Uh, I'm proud to, again, brag on my guys and say that when we first got here, uh, academics wasn't that serious, even though we are a, a, a private school. Uh, the first semester, first uh, first uh, in the spring when I got here, we said that we want to make sure that we show them we love them. And the way that we show them the love is by making sure that we correct the faulty thinking that they've had. And what I mean by that is for so long they've been told that football is their, their, their dream and education is their plan B. So we have to reverse that, all right? And when you think in terms of a, a guaranteed NFL contract, the education is your plan A and football is your plan B. Because that's the stuff that if you do what we ask you to do, I can guarantee you'll get a college degree. The incentive side of that is okay, and if God blesses you, we'll prepare you also that if you have the opportunity to play the NFL, we'll make sure you're ready for that. But uh, so we increase study hall hours. Guys, our team GPA went from basically really, really bad to a 2.4 to our first uh, summer school session. Our team GPA is over 3.0. All right. So we have guys who are really buying into, uh, you know, uh getting out and understanding that being a, uh, a Division One athlete is not about scoring touchdowns or making sacks, that it's really about using your platform to win and influence lives. So we've had guys uh, uh, volunteering in the community every on campus, just looking for opportunities to be, you know, to do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. And we constantly tell them that by having a strong faith in Christ, by being great students, by being young men of character and integrity, that will translate to win on the field as well. So I'm very excited about the future because I'm excited about what our young men have uh, have done and how they've grown in just a short amount of time.
3: So who do you think is gonna be a dark horse on the Buccaneers?
0: You know what, man? I am going to say, uh, I'm not, I'm going to refrain because here's the thing about <laughs> that. Uh, I we, we need everybody to come come, come about uh, And it has never been more of a a concept of, you know, team over me than we've had here, and that's what it's going to take. I mean, individually, we have some talent, but our strength is truly in our cohesiveness as a team. So uh, we really need everyone to step up, and that's what makes uh, football the ultimate, you know, uh, team sport and the greatest games there is because it really takes everybody doing their part, embracing their roles, and then growing
2: through those roles be able to you know reach success and be significant that's a good answer I mean I think now let me ask you this question are you guys playing on national TV at all this year are there how can people watch your, your program this year
0: you know, you can always go through our website, and uh, the Big South Network, or you can go through our school where it is always on ESPN 2 or 3 or things of that nature. Now, we do open up with Herman, uh, but then we play South Carolina at South Carolina. Okay. So that'll be a game that will be on, but uh, you can always go through uh, uh, Charleston uh, Southern EDU. You can go through our website. You we can go through the Big South, conference, and they always have different games from the conference where you can uh, stream them
2: or you can catch up. So are you and the family now moved over back to South Carolina?
0: yes uh we were blessed man so my family and i uh and you gotta realize for us this is ministry and so i need my family with me at all times so we don't do the you know they kind of wait what we've done is we said whenever god has blessed us with an opportunity we just transitioned then and man again because of god our transition was just as smooth uh we put our house on the market on a
1: thursday we were in contract by uh monday wow. uh we were able to <clears throat> transition really fast So my family has been here since
0: February, and uh, our kids finished school down here, they have, you know, adjusted the sports right away, and kind of what I told you, we'll be out in uh, California next week because they've already, you know, acclimatized to being back down south uh, in their sports and things of that nature, have their own friends again, and so uh, we we do
2: everything right away. When God says move, for us, it means all of us. That's awesome. Now, are your kids uh, excited about the move, or are they still getting a little homesick for Florida or South Bend?
0: No, they, uh, so, you know, uh, so we have, uh, two sets. And so we have our older kids who, uh, one was at Holy Cross. he's in our last semester. My son, Autry, who was at uh, IU, has two more years left. They both have also come down here with us. So, uh, that is a blessing that I have older kids that still want to hang out with us. And then we have a 13, well,
1: uh, let me rephrase that. Just turned 14. He would be upset. Birthday was last Sunday. (laughs) A 14-year-old, an 11-year-old that,
0: uh, it is always challenging for them to move just because of uh, you getting out of your comfort zone but uh again man they understand that uh god or being living a life that god calls you to live for his purpose is filled with being uncomfortable and where they don't quite understand that they are getting the opportunity to live it so where it was and it has been adjustment for them again when you understand the why of it we're not just moving to move they understand it's ministry and then how it's worked out is again they've been able to come down and transition quickly from a social standpoint an athletic standpoint an academic standpoint my kids are always going to be fine because
2: at the end of the day we are serving god and going wherever he tells us to go so the provisions are from him not for me and my wife and what a great message it's no wonder that you have such uh strong-minded you know good solid foundation kids that you've coached that's, that's just a great message. Um, Want to switch gears a little bit to your career at Notre Dame? You know, obviously, uh, you're the all-time leading rusher at Notre Dame. Uh, 43 rushing touchdowns, just an unbelievable career that you had. Um, who were you actually recruited by to come to Notre Dame, and what what made you choose Notre Dame over the other offers you had?
0: So you know, what's funny is that uh, Coach Ohs was there. Uh, it was Coach Ohs was there, but Dave Roberts was actually my uh, my uh, recruiter. Him and Bob Neal were there and uh it's just a long story man uh it was and i don't want to be cliche when you look back over your life and you say if not for the grace of god there goes i i was committed to florida state because i'm a florida boy and you know you grew up in florida you got to choose a team and it's either florida state florida or miami and you don't need to think of leaving the state and uh so i was committed to florida state grew up loving them uh it was to the point where i had a, a florida state necklace that i would wear And during high school games, all my teammates would joke around, but they knew that I would be humming the Florida State fight song as I was playing the game a lot of different times. I was that much of a Florida State fan. So much so that when Notre Dame beat them when Florida State was number one, I cried Mm -hmm. tears. (laughs) So I was a huge Florida State fan. And so uh, just to show you again, man, how God had a plan, I uh, went to Colorado on my very first visit and got homesick on the uh, weekend. So I got on the phone with every coach that was outside of Florida and said, hey, coach, don't want to waste your time. I am not leaving the state. I am staying here. Don't, I mean, just stop. And a lot of coaches were thankful, and they moved on. Notre Dame was the one school that did not, and they just kept coming and kept coming. So fast forward to Coach Holt actually home visiting me. He was the first coach. Now, I was a fairly big recruit, so I could go to pretty, any, pretty much any school that I wanted. He was the only person that did not tell me how much he needed me. In fact, he said, and we only talked about life. He didn't even talk about football. But he said, "I needed Notre Dame more than Notre Dame needed me." And that's like, that's different. He said, "If you come to Notre Dame, I'ma challenge you to be the very best person you can be. If you can deal with that, then I'ma challenge you to be the very best student you can be." If you can deal with that, you might earn an opportunity to play football. I'm thinking like, huh? Like, who is this guy? And then he ended up doing, as Coach O's can be Coach O's, pretty much doing magic tricks the rest of the night. <laughs> and before he left, said, I just want you to come see Notre Dame. Just yes, you only get one time to go through the recruiting process. I hadn't taken all my faith. He said, just come see it. And just come see it. And, be, you know, just give me your word. And I gave him my word, and I will tell you this. People say, you either love Notre Dame or you hate it. I hadn't even stepped foot on campus. It was my second time on a plane. No, it was my third time on a plane and my second time seeing snow. <laughs> I was at the airport, and I just got the feeling this was the place for me. I took off that Florida State helmet, put it in my pocket. I went, Rossman was my host, and he's still my best friend, one of my best friends to this day. And I remember what he said, and people always talk about peer pressure, but they do it from a negative standpoint. I will forever be appreciative of Allen for being who he is, and that's why we all would be still in contact. But he said, I'm from Texas just like you're from Florida. I could have went to Texas, and that would have been an easy thing to do. He said, you can go to Florida State, or you can come to Notre Dame. We can win a lot of football games, but we'll also win in life for the next 40 years. And hearing that from another 17-year-old, another 18-year-old, as well as that feeling I got, it's still
2: the deal, man. I went home, I told my mom that I was going to Notre Dame, and uh, I haven't looked back then. That's an awesome story. Man, I had no idea that you were that close to not even taking taking stepping in the foot on, in South Bend. That's awesome. Um, all right, anybody that we've had on has played for Coach Holtz, we've had a lot of guests that have played for Coach Holtz. I always ask this, and I need it from you too. I need a favorite Coach Holtz story. <laughs> Preferably PG, because we got a young audience
0: my AD here at uh, Charleston Southern was with Coach Holt at uh, South Carolina, yeah, right? Yeah. And uh, it's funny, man, because he and I, when when me and my wife came to interview for this job, he said, I'm going to tell you a funny Coach Holt story, right? And when he did it, I stopped him and I said, hey, Jeff, I said, what's funny about Coach Holt's stories are, they're all funny now, but they weren't funny when they were <laughs> happy. None of them were funny when they were happening, <laughs> man, because uh, he, he is a beauty now. If I had to pick, oh, I got one for you. And it's it's hard because there's so many. But we were playing over in Ireland. It had to be my sophomore year. Yeah, it was my sophomore year. And uh, Coach Holtz, man, he, you know, pregame, he he gets really fired up. (laughs) So we were playing over there. And one of our linemen, I forget who he was, but did not, like, wasn't warming up the way he wanted him to. All of a sudden, and you
2: know, Coach Holtz is the smallest person on any field he goes on. He is going to smaller
0: individual. He could be on a Pop Warner field and he might be smaller <laughs> individual, right? So, and I got to take my shots at him because I love him. Oh, yeah. But uh, so all of a sudden, I, I hear feet and I'm in my stands and we're going back. This is pregame up and I, I see feet moving and I hear, it and I'm like, surely this isn't coach running. He runs full speed, launches at him with a helmet on, knocks his glasses off and blood is coming down from his nose. And he is so into it that he doesn't realize it's happening. And of course, George Kelly, uh, Bob Camille, no one's gonna stop Coach Holtz in the middle of a tirade and say, hey coach, you're bleeding, here's your glasses. So he goes on for about a minute, and then uh, after he's done, he then rips them, whoever them is, everyone in the vicinity, for not picking up his glasses or telling him he was bleeding. So oh, wow. man, we went off the beat and had a really good game, but uh, that's typical Coach Holtz, man. He, I mean, he is an intense little dude, and he is very, very, very passionate about getting the most out of his players, and that's what you appreciate about him, man. That's why
3: you play for him. That's a great story. So, uh, what was your favorite, uh, mo- memory at Notre Dame? Oh, that's
0: easy, man. Favorite memory at Notre Dame. Alright. So, my senior year, they would always want guys to speak, and I was blessed to play at Notre Dame for, you know, because I was for a lot of, a lot of games. So, uh, Bob David comes to me and he says, all right, it's the last prep rally. And he's like, you put this off for basically three years. Now you, you gotta talk. Three years, last home game, you gotta speak. And I'm, I'm like, man, I'm sweating bullets, because I I am always nervous to speak. And I'm thinking, what do I, what do I say? Right? What do I say? I pray, say a quick prayer, and then it comes to me right away. So you know in our paragraph we would always recognize the, the starting lineup, with this offense or defense. Well, I always have felt, and I still do, two of my roommates in Notre Dame were walk on. And I always felt that the most popular people or the most, and I still feel this way, especially now as a head coach, the most important people on that roster is not your starters, it's your walk-on. Those guys are the heart and soul of your program. And what they sacrifice to be there is what everybody should have strived to be. So what I was able to do was I was able to introduce our walk-ons, have them stand up, have them be recognized. And that was my my favorite thing about Motor Game because that's my favorite memory because me and those guys still talk about it. it's times where my mom still talks to, you know, John Shingler's mom
1: and things of that nature. His mom still makes me cook. <laughs> It was just getting a
0: chance to recognize those guys, man, that I feel are just the unsung heroes. You know, I I, I, I I worked hard my entire life, but I had incentive to do so. And I'm not downplaying it, but those guys, man, are the ones that make or break a program. And for so many, for so long, they really don't ever get recognized. So the opportunity to be able to use that platform to recognize those guys has always been my favorite memory of Notre Dame. Uh, and that's why that one was easy because I love I, – I wish I could have I, – now I wish I would have spoke earlier so I could have I could have did it more, you know. But uh, that's my favorite
2: Notre Dame memory, man. Well, you know what? I, I know that uh, that's a great story about walk-ons. And we actually – we do a countdown to Notre Dame football. And on, on the 46th day, for me, it was a no-brainer. We we uh, we had Josh Anderson that we talked about. And that's oh, – My man. Yeah. That's still one of my favorite videos that I've seen is when Josh got awarded that scholarship by Coach Kelly in front of the whole team and they just went bananas. I mean, you get, you know, guys like that. Once again, those high character guys coming out of Notre Dame, those walk-ons that are so important, like you mentioned, that's great stuff. Um, let's see. So the other thing uh, we got a question here is from Ken Leady. Uh Today's Mark Edwards days. It's 44 days. Mark Edwards days till Notre Dame football. So what are your thoughts on uh, bringing back the fullback position, either as a part-time or full-time basis? You think uh, we might see that more in college football?
0: That is not happening. <laughs> our kids are so far removed from that. I remember we showed our kids at Notre Dame some film. It had me, and it had might have had Mark on it, and it had Jamie Spencer. Their words exactly was coach. That's that old school football. Y'all got a football. Y'all got a fullback, and these were the running backs. So that thing has no chance of returning <laughs> on a full basis. Oh, I now, love. I- is. You have certain packages where you use an H back, but a true fullback, man, God bless the kid, that's playing fullback. He's got to play linebacker too. He better be a dual position guy.
1: That
2: because
0: is, to be a fullback that is not an H back, man, his days are
2: numbered. I, I guess. I, mean? they are I, I guess that's unless you're playing for the naval or naval academy or army or something like that, right?
0: But even then, it's like that fullback is, I mean, he's a ball carrier, but you're talking about a, 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 a Micah, you're talking about a Mark Edwards, a guy that is lining up and running ISO, you know, pretty much a battering ram. That is over with. Like, you don't have that guy anymore because, like I said, in the Navy system, their fullback is a ball carrier. He's not taking on linebackers. He's not blocking the end. So it's titled fullback, but that's a totally
3: different position. Right.
0: Than what Mark Edwards played, Jamie Spencer, Marcus Thorne,
3: you Ooh, know, Marcus Ray Thorne.
0: Sellers. Those dudes yeah. had to, to lay the wood on people. And, I mean, it was no running. you running ISO, but you running power. And that is man-on-man man, and all eyes are on you. Because, remember, ISO is everybody moves out of the way so that you and the linebacker can go one-on-one. And it is, he knows it's coming, you know it's coming. It is
2: Kamikaze football. I just run into you as fast as I can. I just looked at my 16-year-old son who's playing high school football when I mentioned the word fullback And he looked at me like I was speaking a foreign language like it's soccer or something like that. So yeah, so it's a lost art, but um, Let's see I was gonna so um, any anything I the, the other thing I wanted to ask you about is that you know I know you used to uh, run a program uh, Called poise. Are you gonna be running that down in South Carolina still? Oh no, I uh, see
0: so poise our course program was actually uh something we did before we got into coaching. Uh, it was, uh, it was uh, and POIS is the acronym for Perseverance, Opportunity, Intelligence, Sacrifice, and Effort. And what that is, that was everything I did to get into Notre Dame, so it was, uh, it was faith-based, but it was student-athlete development that focused on, uh, we, we ran Bible study, uh, we did academic counseling, we did life skills, and we did the actual uh, sports performance training. So we did that for about 500 athletes uh, in the Broward area where I'm from. And uh, that was just uh, something that God had placed on my heart. And we did, and it was, again, it was God laying that foundation because it, as a result of poise, that's how I got my first head coaching job. And the first job I ever had was a head coaching job with the school that I didn't even work with, but someone had heard of the poise program. So that was basically the first layer that God had put down
2: to get me back into, you know, the sports world, which ultimately led to me being here. Very cool. Yeah, I read about that program a long, long time ago and thought it was just such a tremendous uh, thing that you were doing for those kids. Um, last football-related question, then we'll let you talk about what you have going on. But I wanted to ask you, so obviously being a, a head uh, running backs coach at Notre Dame and, and being a part of that prestigious program both as a player and now a coach, uh, what do you where do you see the state of this program? I you know we hear a lot of people complaining about you know can't win the big one this that and the other but we fail to recognize that you know back to back ten win seasons in the national football or college football playoff picture time in time out highly recruited players coming in where do you see the state of the Notre Dame football at, program at right now with Coach Kelly?
0: Oh man, BK's on it. The- Uh, what I see from Notre Dame is them to continue to do and be who Notre Dame is, and I think that is what we have done, and I'm I'm, I'm especially proud of that over the last couple years with the two you know back-to-back ten-win seasons, because you have so many pulls on you, and what people don't realize is Notre Dame is a different place. Notre Dame, and I'm not putting down anywhere else. But student-athletes are student-athletes at Notre Dame. And so the demands are different. The time constraints are different. And what we had, what I feel we did a great job of the last two years, my first two, it was was good, and especially that first year, we, we had some success and kind of dipped that second year. But I feel like what Coach Kelly has done a really good job of these last two years is ignoring the noise and making sure that Notre Dame remains Notre Dame. What's good for someone else is not good for Notre Dame. What mm-hmm. our student athletes are different. We are a national school. You have different obstacles, but we also have different distinctions. And what he's done a really good job of, and what I pray and what I see them continue to do is not losing who we are amongst the noise of what everyone feels we go, who everyone else feels we should be. They aren't, they aren't there. You don't understand. So let's, let's focus on us being who we are ignore who everyone tells us we're supposed to be and what you've seen is 10 win season college football playoffs and as long as we can stay in our bubble we'll continue to do that the minute we start listening to other people tell us who we're supposed to be that's when we'll get ourselves in trouble but i don't see that happening because coach kelly is very very aware of who notre dame is supposed to be our assistant coaches chip uh clark they understand who notre dame is so they do a good job of ignoring the noise and just
2: being who we are. So last question from our audience here is from Patrick McCormick, and he wants to know, and he said, don't lie, uh, is the food better in South Charleston than it is in South Bend? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, It is amazing here in Charleston. It is. You know what? Me and my wife, like
0: the food capital of the world is New Orleans, right? Oh, yeah. You go to New Orleans, and you go there just to eat, and when you aren't eating in New Orleans, you actually are thinking about what you eat next. I'm very finicky about what I eat, except when I go to New Orleans. Charleston is on par with that. The food is amazing. Now, I'm a seafood guy. So to be here on the water, it is very similar to being back at home in Florida. But man, it is unbelievably fresh. It is great food. It is great everything. And because of the weather, you're outside all year. So not only are you enjoying it, you're enjoying it at a festival. You're enjoying it at a park. You're enjoying it outside on the water. So the food is unbelievable. I had
2: no idea how uh, great the food was in Charleston. That's awesome. All right, so Coach, is there anything that you want to tell the the viewers and listeners about at this point, anything that you'd like them to, to take a look at that you're involved with or following you or anything like that that you want to talk about?
0: You know what? Uh, our, our our program, and I'll say this, we, what we have here is an outreach ministry uh, that has an important football component. So what I would say is, man, it just – you want to look out for these Buccaneers uh, and not just what we do on the field, which I am very excited to see our guys line up to play because of the reasons I mentioned earlier, how they bought in from a character and a scene on a face standpoint, how they're killing it academically, but also, man, just what we're trying to do in this community, how we're trying to uh, just win and influence lives for Christ. So uh, if I'm going to say anything, man, I am going to uh, always give a plug for why we do everything. And it's God that, uh, you know, uh, that is the most important decision any of us can make, you know, uh, having a relationship with Christ and getting to know him. And uh, again, this isn't about football, and I don't want anyone to make that mistake. This is not about football. This is outreach ministry that has an important football component. My job is not a job, it's a calling and I've handled it that way in everything that I do. So if if anything, I would say if you don't know which way to go, you don't know, you know, which way sometimes you kind of, you know, you can get hit by life and not know up from down, I would say this. Tune in to us and follow follow me and follow us as we follow Christ because that's the person who we are following. It is all to his glory.
2: Doesn't get any better than that, Coach. I really appreciate the positive words and really appreciate you taking a few minutes with us this afternoon. It's been an honor to talk to you. Um, and I wish you nothing but the best at Charleston Southern and, and hope you guys win a ton of games. Man, I appreciate it. And uh, you all have a very blessed day.
0: And I guess like I said, me and go Ira,
2: go irish go bucks and you have a great day god bless okay, have a blessed day. take care all right so that was our interview with coach autry denson the head coach at charleston southern university uh as you can tell just an incredible man once again another amazing incredible notre dame man what did you think about the interview nate it was a good interview
3: um it was, it was so good to hear uh that he has uh brian kelly's back yeah not a lot of people do but I mean, we just right. try to keep trusting
2: i mean i feel like that's that uh that's changing a little bit i feel like with with back-to-back uh 10 12 win seasons um and and consistently being in that conversation as one of the top programs in the country i think that conversation is changing you're still going to have crybabies who think that coach kelly can't do enough and you know they, they can do better and this that and the other let me tell you something right now coach kelly's not going anywhere uh coach kelly's gonna leave when coach kelly wants to leave um he's built a foundation there he's built a culture and that's so important today's college football uh world uh, he's won. He's about to win more games than any uh, head football coach in Notre Dame, which is amazing when you talk about New Rockne, Eric Parsegian, Lou Holtz, Frank Leahy, Dan Devine, all the legends. Coach Kelly's about to pass all of them. Yes, he's been there the longest, but he's also had some really consistent winning programs with the exception of a few bad years here and there. Um, but again, I, I really think this program's on the rise. Look at the recruiting. I mean, you're, you're, we're going to end up with the top, probably top five, top three uh, recruiting hall for 2021 if all those guys remain. 2020 probably top 10 class. I mean just all these guys coming in we're gonna have depth gonna have some just some great character kids It's gonna be really really fun to watch uh, Jason Lynch said progression is happening. We just have to wait. There's more than 100 D1 colleges behind us. Amen to that Melissa Kovacs. Thanks for watching. How you doing? Go Irish um, Yeah, it's gonna be fun to watch Charleston Southern this year I'm, I'm gonna definitely be tuning into some of their games I think like you mentioned they play South Carolina. I think it's week three I was looking at uh, So that'll be a fun game to watch see him mm-hmm. out there hopefully you know, if you if you if his guys if Charleston Southern play like his guys at Notre Dame, you're going to see guys playing with a lot of passion, a lot of heart, a lot of speed, um, and just being good, high character kids. So I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Um, before we sign off, I want to talk about a couple of new things we have going on. We got a call coming in from Texas. to see who this is. Hello, this is the Leprechauns. Yeah, this is a ticked off uh, moviegoer.
0: I ended up going on July 6th and sitting on the front row, and nobody showed up for the race. So I'm wanting to know what's going on with those leprechauns, why Jason and Jason are not carrying through with their uh, obligations to the
2: fans. You know, I'm glad you mentioned that. I, and we're joined right now by the one and only, your favorite blockhead, Brian Little, our producer for getting this program on iTunes. So we love this guy right here. Uh, let I'm me explain. Not exactly a pro and producer. Sometimes I drop a deuce in it more often than I do. But well, I'm mo- kind of thinking. That- <laughs> Most of the time, most of the time, you're pretty locked on, man. So let me talk about let me talk about the race. So uh, Jason Pruitt, the uh, editor in chief of the Dos of and I are scheduled to have a 40-yard dash race, which I have no doubt I will win uh, to raise some funds for some charities. Um, that race was postponed mainly Lipper because. Quit at his <laughs> that, that race was postponed mainly due to the fact that I uh, came down with a horrible case of gout. Which, if you never had gout it makes it hard to just walk let alone run a 40-yard dash in cleats uh so yeah that's not going to happen uh for a couple months because we want to make sure we give it its due justice and get some fundraising going for a good cause yet to be determined what that might be cool. well in all sincerity actually it's more of a. I, we had a few people looking forward to it but again i think it's more important you guys take care of yourself not to mention
0: how quote unquote shook up that california's been since the earthquakes we just pray for Safety and security, and that's a little more important to tend to others' needs for that. So, nonetheless, I'm just throwing my name in there. Team Blockhead's still on this, just like the Stinger, and nothing with Blockhead, is for sure. <laughs> but in the meantime, uh, let's give a shout out to uh, Smiling Sam Alvey as he's
2: got himself a fight tonight. Looking forward to seeing that, and we'll see what happens with Artie Day and Leon Edwards still. Smiling Sam tonight, going to get that dug and get back into the light heavyweight contender series. Uh, looking forward to UFC tonight, for sure. Yeah, looking forward to that. Go, Team Quest, and go uh, almost got me to say it oh you're gonna say it. it you're gonna say it <laughs> later <laughs> buddy note, we the music. all right that was our favorite blockhead um i just mentioned got jamie sheldon jumping on that's uh the legend the natural jamie sheldon just had a huge uh arm wrestling world of arm wrestling world of arm wrestling league championship match against and he'll probably drop the name here i can't remember who he fought or wrestled arm wrestled <laughs> but he won and it was freaking awesome hold on we got somebody coming on good morning is those leprechauns who's this
0: This is Rick from
2: Western PA. How you doing? Hey, Rick. How are we doing, buddy?
0: Oh, staying in the house with air conditioning. It's really hot around here this weekend. It's over 100 on the heat index, so I don't know what it's like in California, but it sure is hot here.
2: It's warm, Uh, but it's nothing what you guys are dealing with over on the East and Midwest. Oh, man, it's terrible. Can you imagine being in football camp in this kind of weather? Negative. Definitely not. Uh, Poor Nate out here is uh, going through a hell week as we speak, so...
0: You know, I just want to let you know, Stu. My boy and I are thinking about fantasy camp Gotta do year. it. Uh, oh yeah, definitely there. And um, which games are you going to this year?
2: So it looks like we're only going to be able to make it out to the Stanford game out here in uh, Northern Cali. Um, just the you know the fantasy camp expenses and Liz uh, finishing up her sure. master's degree. You know we got some stuff. But yeah, we uh, we're Let's gonna see. have some we're gonna have some special announcements coming up about the Notre Dame Stanford game. Um, Quick shout out to the Notre Dame Club of Sacramento. They're selling tickets for the game. Great seats, great experience. It's going to be a pep rally, some other surprises coming out. We'll be pretty active with that pep rally, and we're also going to have a huge tailgate with a live podcast of that game. So if you're uh, planning on making it out to the Notre Dame-Sanford game, stay tuned for details on the huge tailgate and party we're going to have.
0: Okay, i got to think about that because I know uh, my son and I, we're going to New Mexico and Southern Cal games at South Bend. So we got two. Yeah, and both are. One is with the Pittsburgh Notre Dame club, and the other is with our club in Greensburg. So, there're going to be some parties
2: and all that there. But uh enjoyed your show. Nice listening to Arthur Denson. I yeah. remember him. Who's one heck of a back. All-time and, leading rusher at Notre Dame. Definitely hundred percent there.
0: But it's good to see you and your board there. And I just want to let you know, Scott and I, you know, we enjoy talking with you and uh just enjoy your show. So I just wanted to call in and say hi.
2: Well, appreciate the support, but we'll talk to you soon.
0: Take care. Thanks Jason. Right.
2: Bye-bye. Bye bye. So that's Rick Radakovich. He's a member of the Notre Dame Club of Pennsylvania. Uh, awesome guy. Just got Jeff Joyce jumping on. Haven't heard from him in a while. Hope you're doing well. Robert L. Miller from South Bend. He uh, works at the stadium, a good friend of ours too, watching. Thank you guys all for the support. Um, so yeah, before we sign off, um, we have a new um, store we're going to be offering for some Bill Seppercons gear. You can see our hats up here. We're going to do a share contest for to win a hat here pretty soon. Uh, but our new store is going to be a partnership with a company called Elite Sports USA. Uh, they're a company here in orange county out of southern california um, awesome awesome uh, gear and merchandise um they've already sent in a couple of designs that are sweet that you're going to definitely want to check out we'll be posting those soon a uh, huge shout out to mr vega and his son ryan uh, for working with us on that uh, so again there will be there's gonna be a store for those cyprechauns to buy some merch some hats some shirts all kinds of cool stuff um, I also want to give a huge shout out to a couple new sponsors that jumped on for our upcoming Spartan run that a buddy of mine Tyson and I are doing on August 3rd. So please pray for me for that. Uh, Earn Your Break. Uh, you see me post about that a lot. It's an awesome company. Andrew Landscaping Construction, that's our primary sponsor for that. And then Airbon, Air, uh, Candice Smith is my person that's been helping me drop some weight to get ready for this thing and just really improve my overall health. It's been amazing. So if you ask questions about that, let me, me or her know. So um, that's all I have today. Nate, you got anything before you sign
3: off? No, just uh, uh, times are coming. 12 or We're going to win every game this year. I like that confidence. Yeah, I'm excited about watching Nate.
2: He's going to be playing JV this year, defensive end, and guards. going to be exciting to watch him play a lot this year and, and get that experience under his belt as just a sophomore. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be fun. Shout out to Coach Turnbull for getting this guy a game ready. Um, yeah, everybody, thanks for the support. Um, if you have any questions, drop them here in the comment section below. We'll try to ask them afterwards. Um, continue to follow the edits. I want to thank Benny, Benny the Count. Grim, uh, for everything he's done for the Countdown, he's doing some really cool write-ups. Jason Lynch, our head editor at Dill Supercons, for doing all the cool edits you've seen. Share those, we wanna get people excited about Notre Dame football. We're one of the original groups to do the Countdown, we wanna keep that going. Um, if you have suggestions, let us know, but uh, we have a pretty good lineup coming up, so I wanna thank Jason Lynch and uh, Benny, that's the uh, Count Grim for, for the Countdown stuff. Uh, Matt David, Matt Dunbar, uh, Jason Pruitt, Patrick McCormick, the whole crew. Uh, for all their articles that are going to be coming up soon. As I mentioned, August 16th, we'll drop our season preview article. August 17th, we'll have our season preview show. We're going to be doing some recruiting stuff. So we got a lot coming up at our Dose Lepicons Media. Uh, continue to stay tuned. We're going to try to work on some interviews as the countdown goes on uh, with some guys that are featured on the countdown as well. So with that said, we're going to sign off. Everybody have a blessed day, a great day. Make it a great weekend. Go Irish. Go be the
0: place, a podcast for inspiration and taste. With people all around from different sizes and shapes, different cultures and backgrounds in the race. We got Jason and Nate, hosts in the house, built to create, be in the lighthouse, to keep us of the gate. Got to know the Notre Dame, back in education, led the way from the bus, about to drive it home to rock a man with a plan that was so grand, built to fly it out the dome.
1: Get to Old Navy right now. All jeans are on sale up to 50% off. From just 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids. Try on a pair in store and save even more. With five bucks off your purchase of $50 or more during Old Navy's Great Denim try Hurry in now to find your perfect fit and save big with up to 50% off all jeans. Now at Old Navy, valid 812 to 821. Excludes in-store clearance, gift cards, register lane items and jewelry. $5 discount valid with jeans purchase.